What's up, everybody? This is Shades. I'm Silo. And that's Arcade High with Save State. And this is Create a New Save. And this episode, we are finally going back to highlighting a game or a series of games instead of just talking about a bunch of games, which uh, I think is a welcome, not a change, a welcome return compared to, uh, you know, I mean, the last couple episodes, we were uh, kind of going through Silo's PS4 games. Which he doesn't care about anymore because he has a <laughs> PS5 now, yep. and I've still been trying. And I uh, took the plunge. Yeah, and uh, you went right into the deep end, and I'm still sticking my toe in the water trying <laughs> to get one in the first place. Which most people probably are. I yeah. just got really, really lucky. Oh, I was so mad the other day. I was on uh, PlayStation Direct has uh, every day. I think it's only every weekday because I haven't gotten any notifications on Twitter. I sign up for one of those where they tell you like when it drops. Mm -hmm. And um, they said PlayStation Direct has a queue. I'm like, okay. So I go in, I refresh the page, I get in there. Three captures for some stupid reason. One is done and then another one comes up and then another one. So I'm like, all right, this is great. And then I get in and I'm waiting and waiting and I get to the very end. And normally, like, it'll tell you as you're going along, it'll say PS5 consoles are limited. So even if you're in the queue, you're not guaranteed to get one. And then eventually it says PS5 consoles are out of stock for the day. Yeah. But after, like, 40 minutes, it hadn't said it. So I was like, shit, this is good. <laughs> so yeah. your hopes were high. Yeah. yeah, so then it goes down to, like, three minutes, two minutes, one minute. Hey, it's your turn. I'm like, are you kidding me? Really? It's my turn? So I get to the... <laughs> I get into the thing and it says you have to sign in. So I'm like, oh shit. So I signed in. I go, I have a add to cart button for the disc version. Mm. I hit the add to cart button and then I go to checkout. And the minute I go from add to cart to checkout, a little pop up comes up and it says one or more of the items in your cart are out of stock. Please remove it. I'm like, are you kidding? This thing was in my cart. Ready to go. I had my payment uh, method on there. Everything out of it was out of stock while it was in my cart. I was a little bit mad. Well, that's kind of like what happened to me when I got mine. I got mine off Best Buy. I was at work at the time, which I probably shouldn't be saying, but doesn't matter. The uh, I mean, I was home. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what, yeah. So I tried at nine o'clock on the day of launch, and within seconds, it was gone. And then the next hour hit because I guess everybody figured it was nine o'clock. They were putting their full stock up and that was it. It was done. And 10 o'clock hit and I tried again and I got in. Oh, no, 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 no. Nine o'clock. I got in. I got up to the part where I'm getting to my cart. Yep. And I hit checkout and then it wouldn't let me do checkout without selecting an actual um, place to pick it up. It said select your store. So when I clicked on that, it wouldn't refresh the list of stores. Oh, that's fun. It kept coming up blank. So I kept trying again and again and again, trying to get it, and no luck. Then by the time I finally got to it, after almost five minutes of waiting for this thing to load, mm -hmm. finally popped up, I clicked it, went to the next step, and it was gone. Then 10 o'clock, I went back. I did it again. This time, I pre-selected the store, logged into my Best Buy account, everything. Had made sure my card was on there, everything. As soon as it popped up, it kept saying, loading. Or it said, I remember um, you, coming I, soon. Yeah, yeah. So I shrunk my screen. You know, you can hit, oh, hold it, control and scroll back. Does and it you just like your refre screen? refresh? It takes less time to refresh. No, that it, size, it makes the screen smaller so that 
even if you refresh the page, you don't have to scroll down to see the button. Oh, right. So point. I literally did that and then held my mouse directly over where the, the add to cart button was. Yeah. And I just kept jamming it with my other <laughs> hand. And it finally, I see it add to cart. I jumped up, hit the, uh, check the cart, out and hit check out and one, two, three, I was done. Yeah. And, uh, I remember you saying that, uh, you were trying, I think you said you went the same day and you were like, Hey, uh, I ordered a PS five and the girl looks it up and she's like, Dude, you just ordered it. Like, yeah. get the fuck out of here. No, she said, <laughs> You're not getting one. <laughs> she said the only ones we have in store right now are the ones that people pre-ordered way back. And then you're like, come on, baby. Come no. on. Just, <laughs> I just, just looked at it. I went, really? Look it up. She's like, yeah, everybody's, their names give it are a puppy on dog it. Guys. Nah, she didn't, she didn't give a shit. Yeah. But uh, I was like, okay, no She's problem. She's like, I don't get paid enough for this, dude. You're only, not getting <laughs> Yeah, I only had to wait until the next Wednesday, and then I picked it up. Well, we're not all. Which annoyed me because we're not while all I was lucky, online. Like you. No, but while I was online. I'm there, and the guy behind me, he was picking up, like, a, a phone or something like that. He said he, like, pointed it. Yeah, right? and, and he, he goes, was... oh, have fun with that. I have two of those already. And I said, what? <laughs> <laughs> he goes, yeah, I got the regular uh, with the disc and, and without. And I just looked at him. I said, are you kidding me? How? He goes, oh, I pre-ordered one, and then I bought the other one on launch day. And I, Meanwhile, I did, I'm I didn't still ask. sitting here. Yeah, I didn't ask. So, all right. So, Yes, five for now. So what we're gonna do it's this awesome, episode? Yeah, I'm I'm sure it is. You showed me, and it's 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 wonderful, and I want one. Reminds <laughs> me of Anchorman, where he's like, "You got it, and you're sitting on it, and I want to be friends with it." <laughs> the uh, so what we're gonna do is cover a series of games that uh, most likely, depending on what Microsoft decides to do from this point on. Uh, since they bought the parent, uh, the company that makes it. I think we've covered this. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's just a matter of, uh, you know, you have the PS5. I don't know if you're going to be able to play the next one unless you go and get the Series X. But we are touching on the Fallout series. There was a number of these. Um, For the record, I will not buy an Xbox. I would rather just get it on PC. Uh, yeah. The, I mean, we, we yeah, we kind of went over, like, there, there's really no reason to... To do it, unless you want the console, unless you're itself, a big fan of the console and you want to do that, yeah. yeah I think I only I'm have like gonna... three days or so until um, EA Play goes on to Game Pass for PC, mm -hmm. and then uh, I get to play the old like Battlefield Bad Company. Mm -hmm. Oh, I can't wait! It was a great game. Yeah, uh, and Bad Company too. Like even the, the oh, <clears throat> am I going through puberty? Yep. Even the uh, the single player campaigns on that was really fun. Because, uh, I mean, the, the dynamic, the, the voice acting and the jokes between them is, is and phenomenal. plenty of stuff in it was destructible. So that just made it that much more Yeah, it, it reminded me of the old uh, Red Faction games. Yeah. When when the... Not the original. The When they remade Red it. Red Faction where, 2, I think, no, started it, didn't it? Uh, the Red Faction, when it, when they were on Mars, like the... Uh, I think they were all on Mars, but... When they when they did the next gen kind of ones, the that's like me forgetting about the Sopranos. And someone's like, "What do you think of the Sopranos?" I'm like, "I don't know." When he started to go to the psychiatrist, I think it kind of went downhill to like he was going to a psychiatrist from episode one. I'm like, "Oh, right." Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. but I, it was all kind of there. But uh, the one where they actually did uh, third person, and then everything was destructible. Yeah, I I have I, it. I I, I, I forgot always, the name of it. I know there was other ones uh, later on, like Gorilla and shit like that. But um, that that might have been the one. Eh, maybe I don't know. Yeah, but uh, the cool thing about that to me was like, if you wanted, I remember they said, "Oh yeah, on the third floor of this building is an enemy you need to kill." Yeah. So, so I knock out all the pillars on the first no, no, floor. No, no, and I let just it crash took a down. massive truck 
strapped it full of explosives, <laughs> drove it in through the ground floor, got out and detonated it. The nice. whole building came down. Yeah, that's why I like playing the Battlefield games. Mission complete. But all right. So, um, yeah, the Fallout series uh, actually started... Oh, Jesus. Um, it, 97? It was, uh, yes, uh, that was by Black Isle. The first Fallout game was in 1997. Uh, Very but, different from what's yeah, out definitely. There now. It, it, if you like the style of Fallout games now, where it's kind of an open world RPG, first person shooter essentially, and that's your thing, and you're like, oh man, I want to go play more Fallout games. Mm-hmm. Don't go further back than three. Yeah, because three is where it changed. Number one uh, is considered an open world turn based role playing video game. Not only that, but it was when it first came out, it was kind of timed. There was a in, uh, in the first one. Yeah. Yeah. There was like a, a timer, which is a little uh, off topic, which is why I didn't like you. What was the, the zombie game with the um, Dead Rising the Mall? Yes. Dead Rising. Dead Rising. You could do whatever you wanted for as long as you wanted. And then Dead Rising 2 came out and it's like, no, you got to keep going back to this little girl and giving her medicine or she's going to die and the whole game is over. I'm like, you're taking away the, the the best part about it was you could go everywhere and kill thousands of zombies. And now you're putting a time limit on it. I think it was a little stupid. Actually, when they came out with the the one called, um, it said Dead Rising Frank's Big Package. Yeah. That one, there was no timer on it. You played as Frank West from the original. Yeah, the I think he showed up in the second one with the with yeah, the like he popped up. But he, this time you play as him, and there's no time limit, and there's so much more good there crap that you be. can do. And we keep uh, we keep going away from Fallout. Yeah, so sorry. <laughs> so it was weird because it was a it was a a, a top down turn based thing, but like you also had you had your turn, but you weren't free to do what you wanted on your turn. You had a certain amount of like action points, right? Like, like the, the way AP, the action points work now is basically like for your VATS. That's just stamina for your, yeah. Yeah. It's all stamina. And, now. and now it's, um, but I think it, it kind of worked the same way in the first game. Not really. Cause well, I mean, the, as in, far as stamina goes, because it's still kind of doing the same thing. You can only do a certain amount of things until your stamina runs out or until yeah. your AP runs out yeah. in it's the just, first two. Yeah, Don't just say the first because the first well, two were yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, the we're same. we're on the first, but the second one was kind of the, the same. There was I, I would um, rope them together because they were kind of yeah, and then there was and it was a little confusing because there was Fallout Tactics Brotherhood of Steel, and then there was Fallout Brotherhood of Steel. Mm-hmm. So those were two separate games. Those came out. The first one was ninety seven. Tactics Brotherhood of Steel actually came out between two and three, and then Brotherhood of Steel came out three years later, still between two and three. So it was it was strange because it's a it, it wasn't um Tactics Brotherhood of Steel wasn't turn based. It, it was uh I'm looking at the the wiki here, and the only reason I'm looking at the wiki for the older ones is because to be honest, neither one of us were really... I mean, you played Fallout 2 for a little bit. Quite a bit. Actually. Did you? Yeah, yeah. I, I remember you telling me, oh, this is... And in fact, as as much as I love the Fallout series now, you were the one years ago where you were like, dude, they're coming out with Fallout 3. And I'm like, I, I don't know what that is. I don't, I don't care. <laughs> I remember And then that. you played it first and you were like, this is awesome. I'm like, okay, wait, what is this? What I think you, you came over do? and saw it and then you were like, you know what? Maybe I'll give it a shot. Yeah, well, this was in, what year was Fallout 3? Was oh, uh, 2008. 2008. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, yeah, so, I mean, we were in different places. So, yes. yeah, we're not that uh, 
it, it didn't come out that long ago. But uh, yeah, I, I came out and I was like, what the hell? I'm like, wait a minute. So what can you do? What is this? And you're like, yeah, there's there's perks here. And I'm like, oh, there's a safe there. And you're like, yeah, but you have to like have your lockpick at a certain level for. But you had already played Oblivion at the time. So right. You were kind yeah. Of familiar so I, with I the... knew I understood. And I liked Morrowind was a little bit. I mean, and, and this isn't really it's off topic, but it kind of isn't because it's still under Bethesda. And it kind of shared the same engine, I think. So, uh, yeah, I think Fallout 4 shared the same engine, too, which is why people were pissed off. <laughs> uh, but uh, and then um, Outer Worlds came out later on by Obsidian, I believe. Yeah. And uh, and everybody was like, this is what fucking Fallout 4 should have looked like. Like, th this is the engine that they should have used. This is what they wanted to do. It was like space Fallout. Yeah. And, remi and that reminds me, I got to. I gotta finish that game. Yeah, I, I need to go back and just start it over again. But um, and that's a, a from what I've played, it's a very good game, and it's very in depth with uh with the the decisions that you can make the outer worlds. Oh yeah, the uh, I and mean, depending on your intelligence and all that yeah, other stuff. Yeah, I mean it normally went that way, but it was something about the outer worlds was like, all right, shit, there's a lot to do here. Mm -hmm. Um, but when it came to three, I started playing it, and I'm like, holy crap, this well, is like. Hold on, before we get into the details on that well I, actually i was saying morrowind seemed very like there was way too much going on and it kind of it gave you the the start of the character mm -hmm. which i actually grew to like when it came to fallout 3 but morrowind kind of allowed you to make the character and i think that's the one that started on the ship yes. right yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah, you yeah. were like in the the bowels of the ship you were like a a worker or a slave or something. You were a slave that got freed because you got moved to Morrowind. Right. And then you come up and you talk to the guy and the guy's like, all right, talk to whoever and you do a couple, talk to a couple people in the front and then it's basically, all right, fuck off. Do, do whatever you want. Yeah. And it was such a big world that initially when I played Morrowind, I'm like, all right, no, 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 no I, I can't. This, I don't know options. where the hell to go. You weren't used to having that many options in a game. Yeah. And then... Everything else was so linear. Yeah. Oblivion came out. That's the one that started you in the little jail cell. And then yeah, Patrick yeah. Stewart comes along and is like, <laughs> it was. It was Patrick I know it was Stewart, Patrick was, uh, Stewart, but it wasn't like literally him. Emperor that would have been awesome. over there. And, um, and he's like, oh, you're the one. And it's kind of a trope in games that there was a lot. If Fallout 2 actually called your character the chosen one, but well, it became kind of a trope of, oh, it was a little nobody can do this but you. Mm -hmm. you know, and even, even 76 seems to kind of do that where it's like, well, Oh, you're out of the vault. Here's your mission, and this Actually, is what you do. And everybody kind of, it, it's. I feel like you have to pull away from that when you do a multiplayer game. Yeah, because then that's, that's why like everybody's the chosen one. Yeah, it's a little bit weird to have yeah. literally every person being told uh, you're the chosen. Yeah, one. I mean it's it's essential. It's a it's an MMO for lack of a better you know. I mean uh, it's limited, a first limited. person RPG. Massive. It's still by definition massively multiplayer online role-playing game so yeah. it's still essentially an mmo it, it doesn't work the same way as like you know yeah everquest you know many, and, and you know how many uh, and shit. you know how many people the uh server load handles on 76 I, uh, I don't think it's a whole lot it might be 60 no, 68 it, no i don't even think it's that many yeah it, it's not a ton because i've never seen that many people on even even at the height of it where they were really you know people and and what's funny is the height of it was kind of in the beginning mm -hmm. when it first started and then it, they realized became, it was kind of broken yeah the <laughs> we're all right let's yeah. let's move back yeah, and yeah, then because fallout 76 is going to be a shit show of a of, of a uh conversation because there's really really highs and then there's really lows when it comes to 76 so it's mm -hmm. like all right yeah so let's pace ourselves so 
yeah, number two was like a, it was literally chosen one. And I think as you were saying earlier, before we started recording fallout two was the only one that really started you as you weren't a vault dweller. You were a direct, uh, you were a descendant of the vault dweller from the first one. Yeah. You were part of a tribe from a Arroyo. Yeah. And then like you had to, and that's, I think that is that where they brought in the Gek? Yes. And then it was the garden of Eden creation kit. Yeah. But I don't know if they, they might've referenced it in the first one. I don't know the, I'm not sure. I never really, I, I, played the first one but very very little it says uh it's it's very weird it was something about the the water chip the first one was yeah uh, that's what they sent you out for because right yeah, that was the main and thing. that's that's where the timer came in so eventually yeah. they changed it because i i guess people were like you you give us nothing like we're not out able to go out and actually explore mm-hmm. when we finally get the ap to walk around and it doesn't take three hours to get you know uh, 500 feet you know, because of all the, uh, because of all the, the, the turns. Well, yeah, that's what killed it for me. Once I saw the timer and I wanted to just go out and explore and do whatever the hell I wanted, it's like you have to do the storyline within a certain amount of time. Yeah, if, so, if you if you played and became a big fan of 3, then, like I did, and then went to, like, Best Buy and went to the PC section, and you're like, oh, shit, they have a box set of, like, all four of the first games. They had one, two tactics and brotherhood of steel yeah or at least the the three one two and then tactics brotherhood of steel because brotherhood of steel itself was a separate yeah. uh, game yeah, yeah so it was one two and tactics and i was like oh that's awesome and i went and i installed it on my pc and i uninstalled it about 20 minutes later <laughs> i was like this uh, i can't go back to this like i love the story and i love the idea of you know what it kind of the 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 world building of it mm-hmm but you can't go but when it comes to gameplay you're like oh fallout 3 is awesome i wonder you know how one and two were and it's like no this is a whole different world of games it, it took a lot of the a lot of the the soul of the first two games and then meshed it together with like skyrim and well not skyrim because oblivion at the time and then kind of gave it a lot of people called it oblivion with guns yep so it, it was very similar to that but it still had the whole ap system it had the vats which was part of it back then as well. Yep. But um, I actually preferred um, I preferred the VAT system, and I, maybe because when you were in VATs, you were invincible. <laughs> you could. Oh, in the in the previous in, games. Uh, in three. Yeah. Uh, in three, you uh, you hit the VATs, and then you could Everything have slowed down. It's like time yeah, dilation. You could have a um, a uh, super mutant hit you with a, a mini nuke, and as long as you're in VATs, you're good to go. Yeah. And then uh, four was like, no, and um, we're going to not only that, but it didn't freeze time. No. In four, it just kind of slowed it down a whole lot. But That's uh, true. Yeah. Yeah. Come to think of it. it yeah. Like if something was, was jumping a, at you, three stop. was complete stoppage. Mm-hmm. And because uh, I think people were, were milking that. They were using that on like big boss fights. Well, I mean, so if they yeah. were about to get hit with a missile, they'd, they'd go into vats and just fire and like shoot them in the foot. Yeah. If you're lucky. The animation would kick in yeah if you're lucky then you could uh i actually did it before because i was playing my um playstation now is about to expire in a couple days and uh i was like well we're doing a fallout um episode today so uh i woke up and i was like i'm gonna play fallout 3 so i go to 3 and uh i had apparently played it uh earlier i had a save file on it and i go in and uh, there was like a raider right in front of me and i see him rear back with his hand and I'm like, what the hell is he doing? So I hit vats 
and he had a grenade in his hand. So I was like, oh, I forgot you could do this. Because yeah. because if you play 76, it's like you don't have time for that shit. You hit vats and everything still moves at the same speed. Mm-hmm. And it's just you have a percentage depending on what your line of sight is. And three was like, no, this completely stops. And he was about to throw it. And for whatever reason, I think if you have an assault rifle, assault rifles are good in vats because it's not a Multiple single shot. Yeah. yeah. So even if one, if you, uh, I think the assault rifles were like a three round burst. Mm-hmm. So first bullet could miss. Yep. Other two could hit. And yeah. I think the second, uh, and that's per thing. So if each AP, if each like shot in vats of an assault rifle took up maybe like eight little lines of AP mm-hmm. in your AP bar, depending on how much you had, you could do like four or five. Yeah, I remember you and can do multiple like, shots. You can queue them up. Like you shoot them in the foot, shoot them in the arm, shoot them in the head. Or you can switch between your uh, targets. Yeah, yeah. All at the same time. So, I and that. I, I just shot the grenade, and he blew up. Yeah, and I was like, "Shit, that's so cool." Well, that's the one thing from, you could do that with the super mutants, who uh, the suicide uh, super yeah. mutants. <laughs> I could tell you that at, ever since Fallout Four, whenever I hear that sound of the friggin' nuke in the guy's hand, I panic because you, yep. if you don't see him and you hear that, you start scrambling, looking at all directions and freaking out. Yeah, because you know if this guy gets close to you, you're done. Yeah, I think and um. Again, if if this is, you know, for all we know on previous episodes that we did, like we did City Heroes, mm-hmm. and that I think is our most listened to one. I think so. And I think it's because there are so many people who are very nostalgic for the games and are not looking for a podcast who's like, oh, this is what the ratings were. And we've gone over this, you know, where it's so we're not here to tell you, oh, yeah, and it sold this much. So these conversations that we have are consider are the conversations it, that we have. Yeah, consider it like sitting there with a few other gamers that have played the game and we're talking about it. And hopefully it rings something true in, in the listener. Yeah, you know? and it's just, just a matter of Resonates. like we're just kind of hanging out and like, oh, shit, these guys, you know, like that's exactly what I think. Or this guy doesn't know what the hell he's talking about. Yeah. But uh, no, those uh, in Fallout, what, what was the one? Oh, is it? It's not seventy six. Was it four? We were you were just talking. I have a bad yeah, memory. Fallout four. Yeah, with the they were holding like a, a football under their arm, right? No, they had it in their hand. Some of them did. They some started of them like with charged it like it was a, a. Oh yeah, they tuck it behind them yeah. sometimes. Yeah, and um, but you can shoot that nuke. Yes, and then uh, then always, everybody goes by. It was by. always pretty. Yes, Fallout four. Fallout four was its own thing because everybody was, and and we're specifically not touching on one of them yet uh, because, uh, and it was in between three and four uh, because it was probably most people's like favorite when it came to this style of fallout game since three. Yeah. So uh, we are going to get to it, but fallout four after the previous two that came out for, you know, that generation of systems, everybody, everybody was looking forward to it even though it went back to Bethesda after Obsidian. And I know previously we had mentioned that Obsidian may have had it before time. They didn't. Um, it was uh, Interplay, and it was, uh, what the hell's the other name? Black uh, Black Isle? Yeah. Yeah. So it was Black Isle and uh, Interplay. I don't know why I thought Obsidian had it. Because I said it, and I was wrong. Oh, well, it, it was a stupid way to fuck up an entire episode. <laughs> um, so it's like, oh, these guys are dumb. They thought Obsidian had it. I'm not listening to these guys. I don't know what they're talking about. Actually, it wasn't. Um, <laughs> so, um, 
What the hell was I talking about? Fallout 4. Yeah. So Fallout 3 and the other one. You Fallout, can say the name. Fallout New Vegas. There you go. Um, were, didn't that feel good? Uh, it did. Yeah, it did. It, it did. was like a release of yeah. something. Um, <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> um, no, it wasn't. Yeah, I know. I guess. Stop it. <laughs> The but Fallout Four, everybody looked forward to it. They were like, "All right, cool." Yes, Obsidian did New but Vegas. Expectations were high, and people because expected, of New Vegas. The yeah. thing was, it didn't stay with Obsidian. Bethesda got it back, and they and then they did that. Now the problem was, as we touched on before, uh, everybody was like, "All right, this is next gen. This is the first one. I believe it was the first one on the PS4 and the Xbox I One." Think so, yeah. And so everybody's like, all right, the engine's going to be better. Everything's going to look great. It was uh, uh, visually, it looked good as far as the world. Textures and all that. Yeah. Kind of stuff. And, and uh, all the, the um, what did they used to call it? The, the atmosphere, environment. On yeah. The aesthetics. They used to call them the, the mapping. The, uh, you know, like it, like it actually looked like, like yeah, if the, it was stone. Textures. Yeah. Bump mapping is what Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Bump mapping. So, uh. But, I mean, that all looked good. It was just strange to have a protagonist that had a voice. Yeah. That because that kind of drew you out of it because you were that person with that voice. And it was just, and, and then the. To me, I if your character is going to have a voice in a game where you can converse with people, it better be a Bioware game because they, they know how to handle that. And yeah. And that's and kind they, of a. Their bread and butter. Yep. And there was, I forget what game it was that I was playing, but they, they actually break it down by like, you can do it with different accents. You can do it. You could change the pitch. It can be a little bit higher. It can be a little bit lower. I forget what game it was, but I know there was one where it had like, like for the male characters, it had three, at least three. I think it was Mass Effect 2. I don't know. I don't might have been. No, because it was that was always Mark Mears voice as Shepard and Jennifer Hale as, uh, oh, okay. as uh, Femshep. And it was, that was them and no matter what, which was very strange knowing what, and, uh, uh, if, if, uh, when it comes to mass effect, it's really creepy to look at pictures of the actual guy that commander Shepard was styled after. Cause he's commander Shepard's face. <laughs> he's just, he's a model from like, uh, somewhere in Europe mm. and, uh, it's just fucking weird. Um, <laughs> and Mark Mir looks nothing like commander Shepard. All right, let's get uh, back to full. Sorry. Yeah. So, um, but it, yeah, having the voice and the the on top of that, it was they gave you different options uh, depending on the button you pressed for answers. Mm -hmm. They worked as far as like if your intelligence was high enough, there was like a, a check for it, and you either passed or you failed. Yeah, fine. And it even told you like a percentage. And yeah, yeah. here's the problem: every one of those answers led to the same conclusion. So it was either yes, it was yes sarcastically. It was, I'm not sure, or can you explain a little bit more? Or it was, no, but really, yes. Because every single one of them, there was nothing that you could, like, turn down. There was no actual flexibility to it. it None. Was, it was all linear. It just gave you the illusion of it being a choice. And everybody thought, like, even even in three, Bethesda had three, and they made three, mm -hmm. and they gave you the options, and they were text options, but you could, if you turned down a mission you can just turn down the mission and the person will be like, well, all right, screw you. Like, I, I don't need you then. And then they'll just walk away. Some of them, you turn down the mission. You can never get it again. Yeah. And then in fallout four, it was, 
okay, well, uh, I'm going to ask you more questions. Oh, okay. And then you answer and then it comes back. So what do you think? And it's either, yeah, I'll take it. No problem. And that's like, I think it was like square, uh, or whatever the X on, uh, the other one. Yeah, I do remember that. They they had it with the choices like that. And I Triangle didn't like was that. like a more branching one. Yeah, but I didn't like that. And then it was different colors based on, you know, like if it was going to be give a make the person dislike you or like you or something, I think. No, I I think it was difficulty of the check. So if it oh, was okay, like a yeah. yeah, like a perception check, then it was like red if you had like no chance. Mm-hmm. And then yellow if it was like mid and then green was like you're absolutely going to get through with this. Yeah. But there was no there was no reason for it and i don't know if we uh i think i think we had mentioned this uh, a couple episodes back of the character creation was awkward mm-hmm. because in the previous ones it was it was a select screen not a slider not only that in the story like in in fallout 3 you were born uh right you were born and they were doing a and liam neeson brings the thing over and he's like let's see what you'll look like later you know, and he just kind of like gives you the little monitor thing. Yeah. And then you decide, you know, this is what your character is. You oh, you, you look, look like. just like your mother. And then yeah. he, you know, kind of pulls the thing Which aside. Which they never showed her anyway. Yeah. But, but the, but the point was like, it made sense in the story on how you were creating your character. And then mm-hmm. in number, uh, in um, New Vegas, it was that doctor. So he reconstructed your face. Yeah. He's yeah. like, I tried the best I could, but you know, um, here, what do you think? And then it was, you know, all right, well, you know, that's not what I would have imagined uh, that you would have looked like based on like your skull structure or something. He goes along the lines of that's not what I would have done. That's not how I saw you. But it ties into the actual it, it makes sense. It, it, you were shot yeah. in the face like you were <laughs> yeah. shot in the head by uh, by um, what's his name from Friends, oh, uh, Matthew Perry <laughs> and uh, Chandler. Yeah. And um, although he didn't he have that houndstooth uh, jacket, that was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Benny. That was his name. Yeah. And uh, speaking of uh, like Matthew Perry, the, the voice acting uh, and the, the people that they had in these games was insane. Fallout 3, New Vegas, uh, oh, you're right. Fallout 3, you had Liam Neeson as your dad. Mm-hmm. You had, um, what's his name? John Henry Eden, the, uh, the president, was uh, Malcolm McDowell. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, is there a... Um, give me one second. I'm trying to find development music audio. Okay, so you had Liam Neeson as James. Ron Perlman, of course, was the narrator, and Ron Perlman narrated all of them. Yeah, he's the voice of Fallout. Yeah, I don't think he cares too much for it, but eh. uh, Malcolm McDowell <laughs> was the president. The check, but- I'm not sure who uh, Craig Seckler was. Uh, he was Butch, but I'm not sure like who he is. Eric Todd Dellums, of course, was Three Dog, the uh, the DJ. But D. Bradley Baker, who's in everything, uh, <laughs> kind of like Frank Welker. Yeah, uh, yeah D. Bradley Baker. Yeah, D. Bradley Baker is like the the this kind of generation of Frank Welker. Frank Welker's still going. No, no, no. Frank Welker's if if there's an animal sound in something, then yep. it's Frank Welker. Yeah, he's he's that that voice of Abu in yeah. Aladdin. That if there's like very, a mutated person. Uh, if there's a mutated person there, it it's and it ends up being uh, D. Bradley Baker, like a, like either a high pitched voice or or a 
really deep kind of monstrous kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, for anybody, by the way, who's uh, interested in, you know, just the general thing of voice acting, uh, there's a great documentary called I Know That Voice. It's produced by uh, another gaming um, voice actor, John DiMaggio. Oh, yeah. Bender. He produces that. Yep. He's not only better, he's Marcus Phoenix from Gears of War. He's like a lot. He was also Waka in uh, Final Fantasy X. Yeah, so I mean, there's there's a lot of Paul Eiding. Paul Eiding is uh, I know Paul Eiding. He was in something. He's <laughs> I I know the voices, but like that's in three. You had um, like they didn't skimp on these. No, not at all. Uh, even I think Fallout. I don't think Fallout Four had too much um, big names. Yeah, as far as the the voice acting, but I don't think I think when it came down to people listening to the game mm -hmm. and the voice acting, I think once they realized that they were kind of uncomfortable with a, a voice protagonist, mm -hmm. they're like, I don't give a shit about anybody. Like, this is dumb. It, it didn't, it's not that it didn't affect the story. I'm sure the story was great. It was just kind of like Skyrim. Even if it was a small change, it still made a difference it's, in the yeah, game. Yeah, there was just it, this it just little... felt weird. There was this little... I, I don't know. There was this little thing that happened... Between New Vegas and Fallout 4, where I don't know if they went by just name recognition and just said, hey, this is Bethesda doing another Fallout game. And then it became, everybody's going to buy it because it's Fallout 4. And then wherever else it went, nobody cared. Like, they just kind of threw their hands up. They're like, hey, here you go, Fallout 4. And it was, I mean, but then again, that's what they did with 76. Yeah. And Todd Howard, who was just like, oh, you'll be able to do all these things and it's great and we can't wait to show you, you know, and to launch it and everybody, and it launched and it was like, there's nobody here. <laughs> there was nobody there. But before we go 76, let's touch on new Vegas, new Vegas with, of course, the voice of Mr. Vegas, Wayne Newton. Yep. He, uh, which actually, uh, interestingly enough, before new Vegas obsidian was actually, I'm sorry, not obsidian. It was black Isle and interplay were working on a fallout three oh because yeah, they were doing this, yeah, yeah they were doing fallout two and they used it it was under the code name of van buren mm -hmm. and it was for all intents and purposes it, it's not even like oh it could have been they were working on fallout three and then they took a bunch of a bunch of ideas from van buren and eventually when interplay went bankrupt they took some of the ideas and they applied them to Fallout 3 and they applied them to Fallout New Vegas. Van Buren was not planned to be a direct sequel to Fallout 2. It, it was a Fallout 3 plan, mm -hmm. but it wasn't supposed to be a sequel. So as far as the wiki goes, it says the, the complete story of Van Buren was never revealed. But there were some details that were divulged prior to its cancellation. The character was going to start the game as a prisoner. Uh, whether the character was wrongfully imprisoned or guilty was to be determined at character creation. That's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm wondering if uh, if they decided if it was uh, what would be cool is if it was like a, and this this is all speculation at this point. I'm wondering if once you made the character if it was like randomized 50 50, you know, and then revealed like whether you were guilty or not guilty. Right. And then like the character, and then that's how kind of maybe certain things in the story would change based on that, on that, that 50, 50, like role 
mm-hmm. in the very beginning. So if you were I think it would guilty, have been cooler if if it actually I'm sure gave you, you a ch- list of things that you could have done to got to get you there or wrongfully accused and depending on those what you were convicted of is what affects it like murder, theft, you know, um See, but I, I think that may have caused a problem later on with what kind of like check the game would have to go through to yeah, kind of go back time, and say, you know, what was the thing? Because it's not kind of as flexible as it is now, right? Because so, it only yeah. like like any game like that is only going to really render and bring to the front whatever you're doing at that time. So it, it may have like affected the load time to kind of figure out, okay, this is the branch that this is going now. Almost like creating three separate games in one, right? And, and just to, waiting until you get to that point. And I don't think it was gonna, yeah. yeah. It says uh, the game would have started in a prison as it was attacked by an unnamed force. An explosion would knock the character unconscious, and the cell door would be open when he when he awakened. That sounds like Skyrim. It uh, <laughs> it no, it sounds like um like a mix between Oblivion and Skyrim. Right, I was gonna say it sounds like Oblivion, where you kind of wake up in the cell. Oblivion, and Skyrim you wake up in the is, cell. is Skyrim, you getting attacked by a dragon. By a dragon, yeah, so. not exactly an unnamed. Well, you don't know the name of the dragon, but oh yeah, or who the dragon is. You find out later. Yep. Player would then escape into the wasteland while being pursued by assailants. After leaving, the character would have the power to shape the destiny of the wasteland. Their their interactions with organizations such as the Brotherhood of Steel and the burgeoning New California Republic, which was NCR that wound up in Fallout 3. Yep. With that uh, that flag with the uh, two-headed, I guess it's a Yagwai? Yeah. Yeah. The, The bear. The bear. Yeah. With both of these factions participating in a prolonged war with one another could bolster or destroy the organizations, influencing people associated with them, and eventually decide the fate of the region, much as the previous two Fallout games. I think the the problem, I mean, the, the problem with that just seems to be, as it says, much as in the previous two Fallout games, it's kind of a fate of the region, like, is this side going to win? Are you going to help this side win? Are you going to help that side win? I don't feel like there's a whole lot to it. And then again, it was in development still. So obviously there was still more that was going to go in. And you don't know how far along in the development process they were either. Yeah, it said, well... It could have been just conceptual. Maybe they didn't even put a line of code yet. Well, they said, no. They said one of the more significant elements of the plot and backstory was to be an ongoing war between the Brotherhood of Steel and and NCR. Player would be able to visit various prominent settlements and fortresses controlled by either of the factions. You know, the the interactions can alter the flow of the conflict. So it's it seems like it's it's one of those things with like another. Uh, there's a couple of MMOs that kind of do that where there's like a big war going on. What is that big one? There's like a um, where it's like an ongoing thing. It's kind of a shooter, more oh, or less. Planet side. Yeah, and and it seems like that type of thing where like the more and they're all fighting yeah, but, to but hold. the more like wins you get, the more things you hold, you, that faction does better in the overall war. Yeah, they start dominating certain areas in the war. Yeah, yeah I. It sounds like that's that type of style thing where you can help the side, and it really changes who's winning the war. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if that would just be like, well, if you do enough for this faction, it then that faction really wins. ambitious for the time. Like, I, I don't know if even they would be able... It might be because they didn't have the actual ability to handle that kind of stuff. Because if you were, you know, controlling a war in a system when... Like, what year was that? I this, believe it was going to be... The Van Buren thing. It looks like 2003. Yeah. Um. No. Oh, that was that was later on. Um. 
Yeah, it looks like Interplay went uh, shut down. Black Isle shut down in 2003, mm-hmm. which canceled the game. So it had to be in around That's early 2003, 2000. 2002, somewhere yeah. around there. So at that time, there wasn't really a whole lot in terms of technology. I think maybe, I don't even think the 360 was out yet. Uh, I, don't, I think no. it was around that time. That's that's where uh, that's where it was going. Wasn't um, it had to be because if this was yeah, but also the Fallout games never made it to console yet. Those were still no three did yeah, but this one would have been on a PC. No, one of them was on PS2. Uh, uh, Brotherhood of Steel. Yeah, yeah, but this one would would not have probably made it to console. So in terms of like video game technology on a PC at the time. I don't think they were going to push the envelope too much because not everybody had an actual decent PC like they do now. People buy actual gaming PCs. Back yep. then, it was just like all desktop computers that, oh, look, I can play a game on it. Yeah. And interestingly, though, it says the game's ultimate plot line was planned so that the events in the beginning of the game would have been part of a scheme by a rogue NCR scientist to seize control of U.S. orbital nuclear weapons platform dubbed Bomb 001 and use it to initiate a second nuclear holocaust, cleansing the world of all but his chosen few. Hmm. So it's um, In the end, the player would not be able to stop all the missiles from launching, and their decisions on where the missiles would strike would ultimately have decided the future of the world. So it says Fallout 3, the actual Fallout 3, mm-hmm. doesn't follow the storyline of Van Buren, but during an interview, it was revealed that certain aspects from Van Buren would make an appearance in New Vegas. In particular, the NCR Brotherhood of Steel war is mentioned. Uh, a companion from Van Buren, Joshua Graham, appears in heavily modified form, as does an antagonistic faction known as Caesar's Legion. Or uh, sometimes in the game they call him Kaisar, depending on depending on the voice actor. It was a little weird. Yeah. Some of them it's like, oh, this is for Caesar, and some of them say Kaisar, and it's like, wouldn't if you're both under the same faction, wouldn't you know how <laughs> yeah, to pronounce the your leader's name? Should be the same, yeah. Uh, he said the Van Buren code name was based on President Martin Van Buren. Really? <laughs> of the locales planned to be in Van Buren, only the Hoover Dam appeared in Fallout New Vegas due to the change in location because it moved more to Vegas. It was supposed to take place in like Utah and Colorado. Was it a goddamn? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you have any damn questions? <laughs> I'm your damn guide. So New Vegas was awesome. Uh, New Ve- <laughs> it, it was. It was, I know. Uh, it was just funny. The, the pause was just like perfect. Yeah. Uh, it was. Uh, I think it was cool that because in, in Fallout 3, you had the karma, mm-hmm. you know, but it was either you were good to where some of the factions were like, oh, yeah, you're you'll work with us. Like, we'll work with you. And some of them were like, no, you're, you know, you're too bad. We don't. Yeah, there was no karma in that. It was just based on how you treated that a faction. certain faction. So you right. could actually be cool with all factions if you really try. Which also means you can rob the shit out of people. Yes. And you don't have to worry about karma, like, messing you up. Like, well, half the fun of the Fallout games. Well, 76 doesn't do it. But if you were playing any of the other Fallouts, like two, uh, let's say three or four or even... New Vegas. New Vegas, yeah. If you were walking and you saw this dude walking past you and he had some cool-looking armor on, you kill that fucking guy and you take his shit because yep. that was it. Like, whatever he was wearing was up for grabs. Even if he was just, like, a wastelander. Yeah, just that some just, dude walking yeah, by. Yeah, like he wasn't a raider trying to shoot you. Exactly. It was just like, oh, he's he's a scavenger or he's a, a, a traveling merchant. Yeah. It's oh, like, I no. used to kill those like crazy. Yeah, they're like, you know, all their shit. do you... <laughs> it's like if you were walking around in Skyrim... 
And it was like, Khajiit has wares if you have coin. And you're like, fuck you, cat. <laughs> you yeah. just kill it. Exactly. And just take everything. Mm-hmm. Unless you're in whatever that, that uh, town was that uh, glitched and you can go over to the uh, the rocks in Skyrim. I, I forget the name of the, the town. Oh, but I there's a Khajiit up on the top of the uh, mountain. Mm-hmm. And then... Uh, and it was always getting attacked by a dragon for some reason. They never, they never figured it out. But then, but then <laughs> just you could go in constant conflict. Yeah, like if you looked at it, you could go over to the side, like near a mountain, and in between two stones, if you put your reticle in just the right place, you're basically looting everything that that merchant would have, and you're nowhere near him. It was just a glitch thing, so you could get unlimited free stuff. Just wait for a while, and then come back and do it again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, I don't know why they didn't. I don't know if they even fixed that. I hope they didn't because it's not multiplayer, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, but they also had. They, so they had the reputation. You could craft items in Fallout Three, but it was only like certain unique weapons you can do. New Vegas was really the one where it was like you want to make. Oh yeah, you actually created the weapons. I think in um, Three you were creating parts at some point, or you can modify parts. It was, it was just modifications. It wasn't. But like, it was only there were certain unique weapons that you were able to make for like either for the quest or for it was like it gave you like a blueprint where, oh, you can make this now mm-hmm. as opposed to all the shit weapons that you find everywhere else. Yeah. New Vegas brought in the workbenches, the uh, the reloading benches, uh, campfires, hot plates, and they kind of and that was probably one of the biggest. I don't know why they stuck they didn't stick with obsidian. Like, I, I don't know what happened with the license. I'm, I'm sure I can read it in the wiki. I just know that it went from obsidian back to, or to Bethesda, but they, they just, there was so much that obsidian put into it and did for the actual name. Yeah. Even, Cause even now on 76 mm-hmm. workbenches are a huge thing. Yeah. And then they expanded on it where, uh, I mean, where, you know, they had hard, by the way, hardcore mode was in New Vegas, mm-hmm. which I would not touch because of those flying, the casadors. You don't remember the big things that look like big giant bees? Oh, yeah, yeah. And they would like, would they spit at you or something? And like acid or some shit? I think so. And you were like almost, they, they'd kill you. It like was that, no if you saw that and a death claw together. That was it. Forget it. You you were done. There's zero chance of of living through that. And death claws on their own were terrifying yes and then you had like a death claw and i don't know if where this was brought in and uh, again i can look it up but we're just kind of going with this when it started bringing in like the alphas the uh, i think the legendaries and the alphas came in in four i'm not sure i don't know if there were like you know, ones with like a like a one star legendary, two star. Oh I yeah, know that, f- that, that might have been four. I know they were in four. In. Yeah. yeah, and and normally you're like, oh, all right, whatever, and then you realize shit that applies to everything. So if there's a death claw around, mm-hmm. you can get like a legendary death claw. You can get okay. I remember we, getting a legendary albino. Death well, claw. that's okay. So this is this is where uh, we've we've touched on. The single player ones. Yes. And we've touched on how uh, basically three and four, if you want like the, the prime, like best one in our opinion. Yes, uh, I guess so. I mean, but if you want, yeah, the prime best one that like, you know, if you're going to go back and 
when it gives you that open world, when you come out of Vault 101 in Fallout 3 and you walk to the edge there and it's like, it's almost blinding because you're in the vault. Yeah. And it kind of like opens up and you see the scope of what the world is. There was no other game like that that did it immediately where it was like no loading screens in that world you walked out everything was out there yeah and fallout 3 is like if you're going to go back to any of them go back to fallout 3 familiarize yourself with it and then definitely go into new vegas yeah four is you know take it or leave it if you get a chance to play it then play it it's it's worth it it's it's not bad yeah i thought that storyline on four was a little bit like predictable predictable and annoying at times it's just but well everything was about you know my son he's just a baby and they try to drive that home so much that you're like he's not a baby yeah it's like no you know you were locked in there for a while also like they showed and like you're not supposed to catch it in the beginning or something like they think you're that stupid as a player that when they came and they shot your spouse and they took the baby the guy was about to shoot you and walks away Mm -hmm. you kind of blacked out again and then woke up and it's like oh yeah no uh the, the the player is going to think that it's just a few seconds, so there's still a baby out there. No. We know that you, you passed out. You were out for, I don't know, 20 years, yeah. and then you woke up again, and you were like, oh, my son is just a baby. No. Everybody saw that coming. <laughs> Nobody saw what Sean wound up uh, being, but it was- They never showed that? Yeah. No, I'm saying like nobody like saw it oh, ahead yeah. of time. Yeah, like yeah, you, okay. you, you saw it as- like as you were going, you got more hints and, you know, it was, I, I don't really like, I don't mind spoiling movies. I don't like spoiling games because I like the idea of people go in and experience it yourself mm. and then go see the end. And I do have to say with Fallout 4 and anybody listening can can let us know if this applies to you too. I pumped the shit out of Sanctuary, that town at the top left, and I never cared about any other areas. I would lock it down. I would take it over. Yep. But I would not pump it up like I did Sanctuary. I think and everybody only... was like, oh, uh, I need a place to go. It's like, go to Sanctuary. Go to Sanctuary. Go to Sanctuary. Yep. I think, uh, well, that was kind of the the start, and it was the hub for everything. And it was huge. Yeah. And I think um, even if, if you went on Reddit and you went on to, like, not only the Fallout 4 subreddit, but the Fallout subreddit, or ones that specifically showed, like, you can... Uh, show your your uh, base and your creations. Yeah. Almost everything was look at my sanctuary. It was sanctuary. Sanctuary was the the place of that's where all of your skill for building went to. Yeah. And uh, on PC, I got I got to be honest. I'm a little bit jealous of the PC people because they can take off the limit of how much you can put into a a place. Yeah. And they just they went sky high and just <laughs> all over the place. Skyscrapers. They, it was yeah. insane. But uh, yeah, I think the only other place, like, I might not do Sanctuary once in a while because of how big it was. Mm-hmm. So I would go to the Red Rocket that was right there because there was kind of an already, yeah. like, there was a place, there was a little, you know, the top of the Red Rocket where the gas station is, like that overhang. Mine was the movie theater. I was going to say, yeah, that's the other one with that big screen. And it has, like, a room, like, in all the stairs behind the, the thing. So you have your own spot already. Yep. And then I, I think used to there build was a city on the side of that and you'd have yeah, to go up. Yep, you go right from it. it. And yeah. then there was a there was also a little was there a little shack off to the side? Yeah, like it almost looked like a photo hut. It was like this little tiny thing. I think that was that was opposite. Yeah, that was opposite the the um the screen. No, but then, to the left of it. 
Like if you were behind facing it. the screen, it was to the left. Yeah, but then there was oh, there was one behind about. it. Yeah, yeah, underneath it. It was like a little like uh, it, I Diner think it had like bench, benches or something in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But those were really the only three places where I was like, all right, I'm going to build here. But it was usually the Red Rocket, only because like it already had your thing for your stash. You didn't have to worry about like breaking down a whole bunch of things because in Sanctuary there were all these broken down houses. Yeah, but that was resources. Yeah, but it was just like it was a pain in the ass to like. And I actually liked whenever you would take over a place, I wouldn't build there. But I'd take down every tree, every piece of wood, even if I didn't need the resources right then and there. It was it just up. fun to find like, oh, this is a beautiful tree. Fuck this tree. And it's gone. <laughs> and I would just it would just be more fun for me to take it down. One thing that did annoy me was anything you broke down, those resources stayed in that area. Yes. So you, you had to you had to make a um But then I think they did an update later where you could have caravans where they would yep. trans transport stuff. Yeah, and then when you check the map, you'd see lines going from your thing. The only problem was I don't I always found it to be a pain in the ass where it's like you have to always you have to do enough in that place to have somebody like essentially live there mm -hmm. and then assign them to keep bringing stuff to keep bringing forth. stuff back and forth. And it it was like this big web of lines when it's like, I just want to find locations and I can't see them with these fucking lines yeah. on my map. That's why I like how the stash in 76 is linked to everything. Yeah, so, all right, so speaking of 76, and I think we're going to close on 76 because yeah. we're getting a little bit in. But uh, 76 initially, when I first heard about it and I saw the trailer, I was like, holy shit, how many years have we been saying that would be awesome to have a multiplayer Fallout? Can you imagine yeah, you multiplayer I Fallout? That all the time. And that was like the minute we really got into Fallout 3, we're like, oh, man, if this was ever multiplayer... It's like people were with GTA before GTA Online came out. Yeah. And it was like that type of hype for us because we were like, this is awesome. Like the the creation, the everything that you can do in this game. Can you imagine doing this and working with somebody else? So when I saw that and I heard Country Road take me home, I was like, <laughs> I was like, all right. So that's not the John Denver version, but it's not bad. So initially, like the music, I was like, eh. All right, I kind of like it. Yeah, it's, but, it got uh, you a little bit. Yeah. But then uh, then I was like, oh, wow, that's going to be, that's a whole different area. And it's almost an area that people didn't really, like, think about because you had D.C., you had Boston, you had it Vegas. Was all the major cities. Yeah. You, had, you had large cities, and this was, like, West Virginia. Mm -hmm. you know, and West Virginia is gorgeous, absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, you and went there recently. I uh, Yeah, I went and I stayed there recently, and... um for like a night and then a week later a night it was on the way back and forth from uh tennessee but driving through there it's like all the the scenery that you see when you're running through the mountains and those beautiful colors of the leaves and the trees in the game because in the game i don't see you running through mountains no okay in the game <laughs> i don't see me running anywhere yeah. <laughs> all of those colors are actually in west virginia and it's really and, and it's weird to go into west virginia and my wife is like, oh, I think we're going, uh, uh, we're staying near Grafton. Have you heard of Grafton? I'm like, yeah, I've heard of Grafton. I said, we're going to see like, the Grafton yeah. monster. Like, I've been, I've been to Grafton. Yeah. yeah she's like, uh, she goes, uh, yeah, have you, uh, going to Grafton. I said, uh, I said, yeah, yeah, I've heard of Grafton. I said, are we going to see the Grafton monster? And she's like, uh, what? I was like, oh no, I'm just wondering. She's like, what's a Grafton monster? I said, nothing. It's just nothing. And she, she she's like, she wouldn't understand. She's like, is that real? I said, I don't know. Is the Mothman real? She's like, what? I was, she's like, I've heard of the Mothman. Yeah, there's there's certain areas that have 
that that whole urban legend of whatever it is that they had. Yeah, and, and it's you know fictionalized versions of them. Of yeah, but so initially you get into the game, and and this is at launch. So there were a little bit of issues, server issues, of course, because all of the Fallout fans who thought they were getting everything they dreamed of went into Fallout 76 and were like, let's all get in there. Well, it's the same thing that happens with every launch of an online game. They over, they always underestimate the amount of players that can jump in at the same time, and it overloads the servers. And it's always that line afterwards when they're like, we apologize, we underestimate. How the fuck do you underestimate? Because they don't want to spend the money on all the extra servers if it's, let's say you get like 30 people popping on and you can handle up to 30,000. But I mean, I, so. I kind of understand when it came to Fallout because it was hard to really measure you know what are your what is your audience now because yeah people liked fallout 3 maybe they just liked single player games maybe they liked uh rpgs in general like bethesda rpgs so they were happy with playing fallout 3 and fallout new vegas we don't know if they if that demographic likes multiplayer games so the it it's not like Call of Duty, where Call of Duty comes out and goes, oh, we're sorry about the server issues, guys. It's like, give me a fucking break. You know, like, you know your audience. You know how many people, even now, yeah. you know, how many people still play World at War, you know, because they had they were the first one with the zombies. How many of them still play World War II? War, Call of Duty World War II is, there's a ridiculous amount of people still playing. Like, how do you not know this and you're still having server issues? But Bethesda, so it's a little bit more understandable. I feel like that's just their scapegoat. That's just their way to say, oh, we're having issues. And they, they don't want to say technical issues. They always say, oh, the server load. Oh, there was too too many people. We couldn't handle. We had to upgrade servers. Yeah. Because they don't want to say, oh, we fucked up. Yeah. You know? I think it's a little bit of uh, almost, almost an excuse for, like, promotion to kind of say so many people got onto this game that we had server issues and our servers crashed. And exactly. This game is so loved by the by the people. It's like maybe your servers just suck. Yeah, yeah. but they want to make it like like you just like said. Call of Duty. They're, they're admitting that something is a problem, but they're trying to flip it to make it sound like like a positive. Yeah, it's like a positive. So like, like you know people are trying to get onto this game. Best. Yep. That's why they pay the marketing. That's kind of like PlayStation Now is the same thing where it's like, oh, you know, the servers, they'll kick you off after, I think, 30 seconds of inactivity or a minute of inactivity mm -hmm. because it's like, you know, people are in a queue waiting to get to nobody's in the fucking queue. You're just like you have a room with a whole bunch of PS3s in it, you know, who are like people. I mean, this obviously isn't real, but like essentially that's what you're doing is like you there's a finite amount of these things mm -hmm. and people. But at this point, People are not queuing up for PlayStation now, especially Honestly, the way like Game Pass is doing. I don't know why they can't just because of the, the Internet speed now and the size of the PS3 games. I don't know why they didn't just allow you to download the game yourself and play it on. Make yeah. it backwards compatible. When I was playing Fallout 3, yeah. there was there was no load time. I had not seen a black screen with a little load thing. Nothing. Mm -hmm. Nothing. I walked in from like a building. I went to like Arafu, whatever it was, and uh, or a ref. I don't know how they fucking pronounce it. It's like careful with the first and last letter out, but <laughs> okay. it is. It's that. That's what the sign was. Okay. And uh, but like you go in there and yeah, it's a little house, so it's not really loading too much. But even when you go to like bigger areas in the game, 
you're going in there, you're coming out to the open world, and it's like it's just like like flipping a switch. So then they're not running these things off PS3s. They're running them off yeah. some kind of server farm somewhere. Yep. And they just have a certain amount of them. But it's like um probably VMware of some kind yeah, that they're they're but, running the operating system on. But, but for seventy six they had servers. They have actual servers. How do you how do you have that problem? So they had that problem, fine. Mm-hmm. They worked on the problem, fine. You get into the game, it's you, and they told you this from the beginning. So it's not like it was a like somebody was saying, "Oh, this was unexpected." They told you from the beginning the, only, the only player humans. characters and the only humans are the vault dwellers who come out of the vault along with you. Yeah. So it's you and other players, and I think it was only like eleven other players. Yeah, you were the first wave. Yep. Because they they opened the the thing. Meanwhile, uh, they only allowed I think it was like twelve on the server. I think there was only like eleven other people besides you. There were very I, few I in think the beginning. You're correct. Yeah, there were very few in the beginning, and then all of a sudden, people are playing. People are playing, and then very shortly after that, they wind up going. There's nothing here. <laughs> There's nothing here. Yeah. And when like you people were getting excited. Check the map already and yeah. realized there's n- nothing special here. Everything's so spaced out. Yep. And and there was people. There were people online who were getting excited because they were finding like a piece of power armor. You know, like you couldn't pick it up, but it was like a helmet kind of sitting there, like as or I oh I found a dead body of a you know an enclave person, and it uh, that was closer to the wastelanders. Uh, thing the update that came out that actually brought people to it yeah you know to the game yeah but they were getting excited for seeing bodies of other humans and it's like (laughs) like, there's something wrong there was a disconnect between what you used to play where you didn't have to be the only human Mm -hmm. and them turning it into this multiplayer thing something for some reason told them well what if what if the only humans or players, and it's like, no, it's a cool idea, but yeah, then you cool have concept, to do more but... work to actually put more content into the game, mm-hmm. because then, or they what... should have just put um like the the humanoid ghouls. Well, I mean, you were you were fighting. Oh, like the actual like the people because the ones that you fight in seventy six talk to you sometimes, so they're, they're now, sentient. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so they should have been ghouls. But that's that's what they were in in but three they and four humans anymore. I know, but I'm saying. The first people out of the vault was the was the humans, right? So the first humans you're going to see is that. But why didn't they put ghouls? They could have had ghouls there. Yeah, there were obviously there were obviously. I mean, it also has it to do sense, with the timeline. Though. It's like 25 years after the war, mm-hmm. and I think the other ones were. It was year 2103. Yeah, but, but if you if you look into the lore, a lot of these um, ghouls that were like humanoid became immortal. They lived. They they like wh- what about the kid that was stuck in the in the fridge for like two hundred years, <laughs> you know? And then he comes out and he's just a little mutated little kid. But and his family was waiting two hundred years for him. Yeah, no. So, you know, the ghouls were around, right I mean, there. It tells you they were there during that time. Yeah, I mean, and and that's that's what also doesn't make sense. I understand like New Vegas was in twenty two eighty one. Mm-hmm. The year, seventy six was in twenty one oh three. Yeah, before New Vegas. Yes. So, what I'm not understanding here is that in a hundred and what did I say twenty one oh three? Okay, so a hundred and eighty, uh, a hundred and seventy eight years, right? Yeah. 
you need generations of people in order to populate the world the way New Vegas is populated. That could, only, that could end however, up being two generations. Right yes. There, however, three. these are different parts of the country. Yeah. So it's possible that when it came to Boston and it came to D.C., these were already populated areas. Mm-hmm. You know, so you had generations of people. West Virginia is in between. Not as much shielding and all that kind of stuff. Like, like it's literally would be. between like Pennsylvania and it's it's bordered by a couple of states, but it's like it's not an ideal place like with major cities. So obviously it's not going to be, you know, populated to that point. But yeah. it's still a matter of like storyline wise, there should have been more humans there. And then they said when they brought in Wastelanders, they were kind of coming from outer areas and coming in. To West Virginia, mm-hmm. which again made a little bit of sense, but the problem was that it drove people away. Regardless of storyline, there was there was nothing to be had. There was the only time you're going to interact with another human is if you find one, another person. And to be honest, even playing now, it's still there's still this kind of little. It is, but there's still this kind of little bit of like excitement almost to be like oh there's another person over there yeah you know because there's very few of them on the server that's true so well we were playing last night and that guy popped up in the when we were in the jail yep in the prison and the guy pops up and he starts like laying waste to everything and the three of us kind of just kind of banded together and started ripping shit apart but it was kind of cool that we ran into this guy that was there and it it also gives you the idea of it's kind of like a real world thing to the point where you see a person that you don't know and you don't know what type of person they are. You don't know if they're going to come over and try to kill you. Yeah. Since we were in a voice chat, we couldn't really communicate with him other than the couple of little, the like little you hit down you get those little emotes. Yeah. Yeah. And that was it. But it's which he didn't listen to anyway, because we were trying to get him to open that door. Like, dude, like you're a hundred and you're level like 184. Like open the door. I know that your, your hacking or your lockpick is high enough to do that. Yeah. Remember but, I kept like kind of, lunging towards the door yeah. and telling him come here and I kept doing that like your he headlamp just, just yeah. kind of going back and forth dude open the, open the door and he just turned and walked away so he's like, like oh you guys can't open it bye and he walked away <laughs> but like I get it and now it's actually kind of it's better it's much better the problem is it's still buggy it's still buggy it's too little too late I think I mean I don't feel like well, the game nowadays, is like dying. I can't say that because look at look at uh, No Man's Sky. That thing was a, a shit show when it first came out and it now it's pretty fucking good. Yes. So but I think the difference there was the developers of Fallout 76 were were kind of like communicating with the audience and with the community saying we got this coming up, you know, we're working on this and they were kind of patching here and there. On its way up to Wastelanders. Yeah. No Man's Sky didn't do that. No. Uh, Hello Games basically no answers whatsoever. And Sean Murray just promised the world and gave a fraction of it. Promised the universe. Yeah. And gave a fraction of it. And people were like, what's going on? And then they redeemed themselves tenfold. It was, I mean, No Man's Sky is a phenomenal game now. Yeah. But it wasn't. I actually did the Derelict Freighters not too long ago. Yep. And I was on, I was on the ps4 at the time and my friend matt was on the pc and we were playing together yeah crossplay is is always a good option yeah and And i'm still surprised when my daughters one has a ps4 one has an xbox one and they're like oh uh do you want to play minecraft and i'm like wait you guys there's crossplay on minecraft like 
growing up in the age that we did, it was if you, and, and this was before the internet thing, it's like you had, let's say a Super Nintendo or a Sega Genesis, right? And then when it finally got to, you know, next gen where it was like internet, you were either PS3 really was the one where you really got online. Two yeah, was PS2 like. PS2 was the only, the only, you had to buy the little modem thing and it was only for like Final Fantasy Eleven or something like that. Yeah, there were specific yeah. uh, reasons. I mean, you could do it, but there was no other reason to do it. Yeah. But like, but you had either PlayStation Network or you had Xbox Live. And it's like, there nope. There no if connection you, whatsoever. Yep. If you wanted to play like, like Warzone now is completely cross-platform. So like I could, uh. I could even go on on the Game Pass, not Game Pass, um, the one on the, the PC, uh, Epic Games, one of them, uh, or the no, EA, EA, no, um, no, it it downloads right from like you could go to like Call of Duty dot com and you can download it. Yeah, right that's from the there. Epic, Epic, yeah, Epic yeah, Store, yeah, yeah. and um, and it's like you know PC and and PlayStation whatever, and normally it was just like well Windows PC and Xbox can play together, but PlayStation's on a different network. So growing up at this age of video games. You're looking at it and you're like, wait a minute, you can play cross platform with her and it's like and it's just you're in the same server and everything. It's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Same thing with Fortnite. You could do the same thing. Well, I just picked up a game uh the other day because my son was interested in it. It's called Temtem. It's actually basically it seems like a Pokemon thing. It it is. It it's basically Pokemon, but it's they to me they they made enough changes to make it not a lawsuit. And uh it's pretty good. Was it I like mean, when like Digimon came out? And no, uh, it's it's almost identical to Pokemon in in most terms, but instead of Pokeballs, you use te- what they call Tem cards. They're like digital cards that lock them into it. They digitize the. So it's more like a Digimon. <laughs> no, because nah, wasn't that the thing with like? No, Digimon was its whole world, its own world, a parallel universe kind of thing. And but isn't that what Tem Tem is? No, well, that's like in that own world. But um, but that game. As you're walking around, you see next to the person's name. It's multiplayer online yep. and everything. You see the little controller. So you'll see either a PS4 yeah, controller. They do that in the menus for uh, Warzone. Yeah. Actually, I think it doesn't. I think it's only next gen now. It's so PS5, the Xbox Series X, Series X, and the PC. So it's only those three. And other than that, and you'll see the little thing next to them. But everybody gets to play together. Yeah. I think the the cool thing and and uh, the Xbox 360 when was it the first Fable that came out that you used to see the little orbs? No, if it was somebody, Fable two, Fable two. Yeah, whichever one it was, it was like, uh, yeah, I think it was two. And then you could join them, but then you'd be you their can henchmen. decide. Yep. Yeah. And it wasn't like you kind of lost out on the entire thing. Like there were certain things that you couldn't do, and it was the other way around. So. If they had a mission, you were on, the, let's say, the same mission. You say, "Oh, I'm doing that quest as well." I guess it, <laughs> missions and quests are the same things, but I guess it depends on what type of game. No, it just depends on what the what game they call itself it. Calls no, it yeah. I don't know. I I don't do it that way. Oh. I just do it by like if it's like a medieval thing, then I'm like, "Oh, that's a quest," and then it's like, "Oh, this is more like military or uh, you know something like that." That's a mission. Yeah, but Fallout calls a, them quests. What now? Yeah, at, uh, they're. Uh, 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 I mean, what? they're. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I call them. To me, it just depends. I think on what I call they them display. missions. I think it's it's because of it's an interchange. I feel like quest is more of a medieval fantasy word. Mm. You know, when I'm going on a quest, it's like this. You know, I'm not going on a quest to Target. You know, <laughs> but it's like, well, my mission today is to go to Target and buy a PS5 if it's there. Well, if you I don't really say my to... quest today. 
If you want to sound fancy, you can. Yeah. What the my quest? Yes. It's like I yeah. am. A, I am on a quest today. I wake to Target. up. Yeah, wake up. My wife goes and buy oh. a new pillow. Yeah. I'm getting dressed, and my wife's like, "Where are you going?" I'm going on a quest. What? What? Yeah, and she's just like, are "You are you talking in your sleep?" What? No, I'm fully dressed, and I'm up, and my eyes are open, and I've had coffee. She's like, "What? What? What are you doing?" I'm going on a quest. What? Oh, okay, I'll bite. Where are you going? Target. I'm going to Seven Eleven. I have to bring the empty water bottles with me and get them refilled. And I shall bring them back here to you with a can of Red Bull. And she's like, <laughs> whatever, just get me a 16-ounce Red Bull. I'm fucking tired. Like, <laughs> but it's, it's, I don't know, it's just the word quest. It's just like a medieval thing. Yeah, it, yeah. it fits in certain areas, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, all right, our mission today is to do this, this, and that. All right, cool. It, and it kind of sounds more proper. Right. Like, like more of a, more meaning to it. What? When quest you or mission? Mission. When you're on a quest, it's like. Uh, There's a chance of failure and getting, you know. Yeah, but a mission, it's like. Set on fire by dragon breath. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the um, But, it, I mean, overall, now, I think, like, if somebody asked me, hey, how is Fallout 76? If it first, when it first came out. I liked it as a Fallout fan, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't have been like, oh, dude, you got to get that game. You know, like, no, oh, it's I would, great. I would tell we, people, if it's on sale, pick it up because they might fix it right. later. <laughs> and and 76 was one of those games where, like, even the, the whatever it was, Tricentennial Edition was, like, down to, like, 20 bucks because no, yeah. nobody was playing it. Yeah. And you were getting you were getting extra cosmetics, uh, some other bullshit. A certain amount armor of armor like, skins, yeah, yeah, all this. And, but it was primarily cosmetics, which I have to, I have to give it. I got to hand it to them. The Atomic Store is not pay to win, right? It's just cosmetics. Yeah, it's a well, lot of cosmetics. They do have like repair things and buffs. Yeah, but, but it doesn't help you. The repair yeah. things don't really do anything. Well, it saves you resources. Yeah, but it kit. doesn't help you win. No, but it just it it kind of takes a little edge off. Yeah, that's about it. But uh. But back then, no, I wouldn't have said, you know, oh, you definitely have to get that game. No. But and, now and it went it's down kind to, of worth getting. But No Man's Sky did the same thing. No Man's Sky, you could have gotten for $12 in yeah, GameStop. Yeah, I saw it down for six ninety nine at one point. It was ridiculous. And then they they came out with, uh, I don't even know what it was. There's so many updates that came out, but it was like No Man's Sky Next, No Man's Sky Beyond, No Man's Sky, whatever. And they weren't small updates. No. They, they were almost overhauled the entire freaking game. Yeah. And... um. And Fallout 76 hasn't done that. I mean, they did it with Wastelanders. They did bring other things in, but it's still, like you said before, it's still buggy. Yeah. We were playing last night, and we were, I don't know where we were in the, the game, but there were the, the rad scorpions that go under we the ground. We were near that, that um, water park thing. Right. Yeah, yeah just to the, just like, east seven, of it, southeast. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and there were these, um, it was like Wild Willie's Water Park or something yeah. with the big... Uh, alligator or crocodile whatever it is on the map mm-hmm. and um and the red scorpions were there and they were like a decent ways away and i'm like i'm looking it was through just one at the time we were watching it and well yeah but previously there was one and then i go we kill it i go back over to the house where it had come after me and then one just popped up in front of me and attacked me so i'm like oh shit and i started running away and we killed that one yeah. so we go back by the house and I'm like, all right, cool. We go a little bit further. I'm like, oh, wait, there's a rad scorpion up there. So I pull out a sniper rifle, and I'm looking across the thing, almost across the entire that orange-like river area, almost the entire thing. And it's like it turns around to me, 
and looks directly at me, and all of a sudden, it, it doesn't night crawl your ass. Yeah. It does not like dive, like uh, um, dig under the ground. Yeah, doesn't burrow. Nothing. It goes from looking at me, and it's immediately in front of me, and it's attacking me. Yeah, and I'm like, what? And it's like it, it was the only thing I saw was like almost as if it was uh like like an anime. Like you see them like flying at you really quick. Yeah. That, and it, that Dragon Ball blur sound should would yep. have worked perfectly there. And it was it was ridiculous. And what's what's even worse is it wasn't only on my screen, because you were yeah. shooting it where it was, and I you're like, even, where the I fuck didn't did it go? Yet. I yep. was just like, where did it go? And I turn around, and you're like, oh shit, it's on me. Yeah, I'm, yeah. and I even like I I got mad because I was like, this far into the game and this far into production and and uh, development and and updates. And you're still having this type of I, issue. I remember this far along, you're still fucking broken. <laughs> like, it just it blew my mind that, and it's something minor. It's just a yeah. matter of like, I I don't do it, game it programming. Been, I have no idea. It it could be something very complicated. I have no a, idea. It could have been a lag spike on the server's end that caused that. Well, I mean, we both saw exactly the same. Which thing. means it had to have been the the server probably had some kind of lag spike, and it just the process going in between skipped. I don't know. It's just, uh, but I mean, that happens every once in a while. It used to happen a lot where in the beginning you would see uh, ghouls just in a T-pose mm -hmm. all over the place. Yeah. And then after you shot them, you would miss their head because it would show a T-pose. But as far as the game was concerned, it was like laying on the ground. Yeah, or crouching, yeah. Or crouching. And, and then all of a sudden it goes from that to, you're like, all right, now it disappeared. And then you hear like from your right side, you hear... And you're like, what the hell? And you turn around and you're getting attacked by that same one. Because if you shot it once and you happen to hit it, it has half a, a bar of health mm -hmm. when it's attacking you. So it's like, oh, that's the one I just shot in front of me. And now it's right next to me. Mm -hmm. It doesn't make any sense. The things are dying, just looking like they're attacking somebody. They look like the ones that are like black with the green, uh, what, what is it, green? Oh, the yeah, green the glowing -like ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But just like the, the ones that are already dead and just fall apart. Mm-hmm. It looks like those, those husks, mm -hmm. but they're just sitting there. It's like, what the hell's going on? Like, it, it's too far in. It, like, would I recommend the game now? Yeah. You know, like, I, I feel like. If you're a Fallout fan, it's definitely worth playing. Yeah. Because it's, it's fun, even if you play by yourself, because there's a lot of cool shit you can do. Especially yeah, I think now, if you play by yourself, it, it feels like. And a, a regular one. Yeah, it feels like a regular one. And then every once in a while, I mean, if you really get into it to the point where you're playing it like it was a, a single player game and not caring about anybody else, it's almost like a welcome surprise or a shock or it scares the shit out of you when you see another person or you hear gunshots and you're like, I'm not shooting. Yeah, there was the a couple of times this? we did that. Yeah, we were And like, then, yeah. yeah. And then you see like on your little thing on the bottom, you're like, what the hell is that dot? And it's like, oh, right, there's a multiplayer game. Yeah. But it's, I'd I'd recommend it. It's just, I would say if if you've never played Fallout before, go play Fallout Three. It kind of gets you into the whole thing. If you're because because even if you don't want to do it chronologically, mm -hmm. to get you into the story and kind of learn Which is the fine lore. Because technically, chronologically, these things are all over the place. Yeah, they are. So it, it doesn't it's even just matter. a different story they want to tell. Yeah, so it doesn't really matter because each one of them doesn't really tie into the others. It just kind of gives you an, a, a a different view of that whole world. Yeah, there's a there's a mention of it. It's kind of like the MCU. You know, where it's like here's a story to tell. Yeah. It maybe not necessarily like having to do with 
but this prior or, to Avengers movies. Or yeah, like now it's, n- not counting the Avengers movies because they, they did tie into each other at some point yeah. and you'd see characters that kind of branched over or yeah, a mention they, of them. or yeah. Right, but there was there was individual stories to tell and mm-hmm. they didn't always line up where this one happened exactly after the last movie that you saw. Oh yeah, and they would loosely connect. Yep, yeah. so it was, it was that kind of thing in the Fallout universe, but Fallout 3, as, as far as like playing a, a good RPG, good story, and first-person shooter type of game. Like, if you like strategy games and you like turn-based type of stuff, absolutely go Fallout 1, Fallout 2. Honestly, one of the, to me, one of the highlights of Fallout 3 was when you get to Tenpenny Tower, (laughs) and I actually had dropped a bunch of nukes and, like, mines and all that stuff right around him. (laughs) And then, then I would go, like, as far away on the balcony as I could. You just toss it. I mean, and then trigger it. Yeah, but how do you, how do you trigger it? I mean, if you put them, because you could, I would shoot the mine from across there, or you'd be able to go down to to the ground floor and aim up with a sniper rifle, and hit one of them. I feel like that and was a little bit the, tough to do, though. No, I mean there were there were because you know how many angle. times I blew myself up in trying to like trail, let's say a big, uh, super mutant like backwards. So I'm like, all right, come to me. So I drop a, a mine. Uh, and th- this happened in 76. There was, uh, what the hell was that thing called? The thing that like crawled along uh, a Wendigo? Yeah, yeah. And uh, there was one in like, there's this little like cemetery area with a little mausoleum. Yes. And you could go on like a hill right above it. And I dropped a frag mine. And then I was like, fuck this Wendigo. He's really going to die. So I dropped the, the mine. And then I drop another one, and it triggers the first yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. You can't do that. And it in destroyed me. I was like, "What the hell, man!" <laughs> like, and and there was a decent like height, you know. Like, I'm like, it it shouldn't do that, but it did. And yeah. I was like, "Fuck," you know. Like, most of the times when not, you die, if it's, it's not you going near that mine, anything else will trigger it. Yeah, that's why. So the movement of another mine. Will. Although I did like how if you did die in the game, ninety nine percent of the time. It was because you yourself made a bad decision. It, it <laughs> yeah. it's it's true. It wasn't like, you know. It, and this this goes for three, four, seventy six, New Vegas. You either went in a bad direction because not all the games did everything. Like, I mean, stuff scaled, but like there was some things like like we said before, death claws. I don't care what level you are. Well, I think in three and Fallout three, I don't think things had a level. So they were just there. They were just there. And right. then certain things, and depending same, on the same strength thing with, of your gun, you yeah. do more damage. Same yeah. thing with like New Vegas with like the, again, the Casadors and the, uh, the, uh, uh, death claws. Like mm-hmm. if you made a bad decision and went the wrong way, then you paid for it. Right. And yeah. then what happened when you respawned, you thought, well, I'm not fucking going that way. And you went a different way and you got to where you needed to go. Yeah. If you, you threw a grenade, you could test the waters and yep, I, I mean, I, I liked that you could throw a grenade and if you your percentage was bad you had 17 percent on the thing because it's too far away your grenade could hit a tree and bounce back at you and kill you yeah you know like you have to make good decisions if you're at that low of a percentage don't try dumb shit unless you really want to take that gamble right like i mean you can there was a couple of times where i i knew if that thing got close to me i was dead because i had almost no life left so i'd throw the the eight percent grenade and see what happened yeah the only I figured thing, I'm going to die anyway, so I have an 8% chance of survival now at this point. Yeah, the only thing I didn't really like about 4 was that 
once you hit the thing for, uh, and I think 76 does it too, for a critical, is uh, especially in four, critical was a 100% chance to hit. You could have 1% yeah, yeah. and 100% chance to hit it lo- as long as you had something. Yeah. I think that was a little stupid because like it's a critical, but there should also be a chance. And I think maybe your luck should incorporate into that mm-hmm. as far as if you have low luck. I think there's a perk you can get that causes it to be like instead of like 2.5 damage for a critical, it's like. It'll go like to 10. No, no, well, that's like that a legendary high. perk or yeah, something. But, but. It, it's it's a hell of a jump. I know it, it's like you could one shot something if you. Yeah, get but in four, one. it was 100 percent. It was you yeah, hit yeah. critical, and and if you, like, if you saw a big enemy and you were like, I'm not going to be able to do a lot of damage to him, you could kill other things until your critical meter went up, and then get something like a mini nuke and launch it at him with a critical, and you get a hundred percent chance of true. nuking the shit out of that thing, <laughs> and it's like I thought it was a little dumb. It's like yeah, you're you're going for a critical hit, but you're chancing a critical hit. It's like old baseball games. Do you want to hit for contact or do you want to hit for power? If you hit for contact, you're probably not going to hit a home run. If you hit for power, if you manage to make contact on the ball, yeah, you're going to hit for power. But you have less of a chance of hitting the ball. You go for critical, you should have less of a chance of hitting that. Yeah. But when it does hit, it should be higher. That's why critical chance is a thing in every other well, game. In 76, though, it's not 100% chance you're going to hit. Uh, so far, it has been. Well, <laughs> I mean, then c- again, I had, the a, range. I had a thing right in front of me. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. of the range. You were pretty much right up on them, so you were upwards of 80 or 90 already. Yeah. So it just means that it's going to be a critical. That's all. Yeah, so I think uh, looking back on them, Fallout 1, Fallout 2, Fallout Tactics, if you like turn-based, I mean, again, we didn't play them too much, but I'm sure you'd also, love them. Come to think of it, if you were a big fan of the type of game that Fallout 2 was and Fallout 1, try the Divin- uh, Div- Divinity Original Sin games. That's on. I know that's on PS4. It's on PS4. It's on the PC. Um, my One of my favorites of that is Divin- uh, Divinity 2 Original uh, I don't think it's called Original Sin, but Divinity I, 2. I think, I think number two was Original Sin. I think they both were. I think I that's know. like the title. Could be the subtitle. Title or whatever. Yeah. But um, that one is awesome because like the... You got the character customization. You could either go with characters already created and whatnot, the story, the combat, and the actual like interaction between like if somebody's standing in water, you hit them with electricity, it'll shock them and it'll shock anyone else standing in the water. Yeah. So like they they had a lot of cool stuff. So I mean that's good to know that that people who liked that and were like It's not a dead know. genre, it's still there. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's specifically for people who are like, Hey, if you liked this, do that. Yep. Uh if you like same view too. Yeah. Almost. Like, same. If uh, if you went, if you're more of the I like Skyrim and big wide open games, RPGs, first person or even third person because you have the option for both of those, then Fallout Three, Fallout New Vegas are definites. Fallout Four is better looking uh, in general. If you better can looking. pick it up, then go for it. Yeah, it's it's not like you need to go out and get those games, but you know, Three in New Vegas, absolutely. Four, sure, go for it. Seventy six, I mean. Like yeah, like I said, it. I'd I'd recommend it now. Initially, I'd be like, no, just pass. Wait until it, you know, wait you until want, it gets. If patched. you want a Fallout game that you could play with your friends, simple as that. Try it out. Yeah, I, I'd go with seventy. Even if the game's not amazing, you're gonna have fun. Yeah, people That's shit it. on it all the time, and I'm like, I like it. Yeah, uh, you me know, too. it's it's fun. I I like it. I can overlook the glitches. It's one of those few games that, like, when there's nothing else to play, I'm like, I'll just play seventy six for a little bit. Oh yeah, I always have it installed. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's our take on it. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Uh, We will be back soon. 
with another one, and we're going to try to, not another Fallout, another episode with another game, and we're going to try to focus on a specific game or series of games. We do have a couple of ideas. I don't think we're going to reveal them now, but we no, do have a couple of we're ideas. we're not going to reveal anything. Now. So um, we, again, want to thank you guys for uh, for listening. If you want to catch us on Instagram, we're at Create a New Save Podcast. On Twitter, at Create a New Save. Uh, we only have like 20-something, maybe 30-something followers, so we would love to have more. Uh, and again, if you want to... Uh, we probably should have done this in the beginning for anybody who's uh, still listening. We've mentioned it before, but if you want to send us friend requests on uh, PS4, I haven't gotten any at all. Me neither. Uh, PS4 or PS5 because of Silo, because, you know, um, <laughs> I'm uh, Shades NYC. I'm Silo NYC. And on that note, we want to thank you guys once again for listening, and we hope you can catch the next episode of Create a New Save.